0: We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit cyclecpa.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Before we get started, I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that we have a class coming up on optimizing your Google Business Profile. This is our second run through the class. We've done it live once already, and it went over so well that we're excited to be offering it again. So if you don't know what Google Business Profile is, we have a free download for that. So it'll be linked in the show notes here. But really, it's a tool that you can use to get found on line to get found in google searches you can rank higher in google searches and it's a free tool so with you know everything costs approximately one bajillion dollars these days (laughs) and so if we can show you how to use a free tool that is even better especially since something like 86 percent of people do their searches on google and when they are searching for a landscaper near me we want you to be at the top of those searches if not the very first at least in the top like three so um, we're, the, the class that we're gonna teach is actually on optimizing your account once you get it set up, because a lot of people get their account set up, but there are steps that you can take after that to make it even better. And that is what we're going to go over in that class. It's March 13th, 50 bucks, super cheap, totally worth it.
1: Yep, and it's also gonna help you get found, not just landscapers near me, your surrounding towns too
0: people are concerned about that because they're afraid they're only going to show up in their town but we we I say we Scott has a workaround for that and on that note if you have concerns that you don't really know how to you're not real tech savvy don't worry about it because when I say Scott knows how to do it I show up for these classes because I try to ask all the questions that people might have that they're afraid to ask So I purposely kind of don't know exactly all of it. And so I sit in on these classes and I learn at the same time that you guys do. So don't worry, I'll ask all the questions. And if you have questions that I'm not asking, you can put them in the chat because we want to make sure that everyone knows what they're doing and gets all their questions answered. But I guess the moral of that rant is just don't be afraid to ask what you might deem a air quote stupid question because I ask every question that pops into my head. Whether I think it's stupid or not, because I figure if I'm thinking it, then somebody else is probably yeah. has a question over it too. So,
1: yeah, we had a lot of great responses just about the ability to ask questions during this workshop. So, it's an awesome workshop. It's mm-hmm. going to be $50 March 13th at 6 p.m. Central Time. So, you guys do not want to miss it. Uh, like I said, we had such a great response. You know, like we're going to bring it back, do it again. Absolutely. Just because we have people asking about it. So make sure you guys get signed up today. It's definitely well worth $50. I guarantee you can make more money than using that. We actually have a person that reached out to us said they're going to save money because they hired somebody else to do that and they found out how easy it is to to use this. This is not something that
0: you need to hire anybody to do. Please don't let anybody hoodwink you into that. I don't know if hoodwink is the right word, but (laughs) I'm sure they have good intentions. But this is something that, um, especially since we're all, you know, balling on a budget right now, this is something you can absolutely do on your own without having to be crazy tech savvy.
1: Yep. So today we are going to be kind of doing a little offshoot of this because the Google business profile can be used to help get business. And yes, that is our overall is to get more business, to get more money, to get more revenue
0: everybody's worried that you know people are tightening up on the purse strings and so you might have to have more leads than you've ever had to have in the past just to get the same um, volume of work and so get the leads get out there and we're going to talk about upsells today because once you're talking to and once you've captured somebody's ear and you know that they want some landscaping or whatever it is whatever they want done whatever services you offer if you're not looking for upsells while you're out there with them in their yard or wherever you're looking at work with them if you're not looking for upsells then you're leaving some serious cash on the table
1: absolutely and the biggest thing that i found and i've actually just had a couple of different conversations about this with some of our our members of our programs about upselling because they haven't really done it or they've done a little bit of it but the biggest thing that they struggle with, with the point of upsells is they don't want to come across sleazy or just salesy. And the approach that, you know, we talk about is not going to come across that way because we are going to be selling things that are related to whatever that you're actually out there or things that you already, you know, do in your business.
0: Upsells are, yeah, it's not like you're out there selling, I'll use a food reference. It's not like, you know, you're you're at McDonald's and they're like, "Oh, do you want like some caviar with that?" No, mm-hmm. McDonald's offers you fries with that because they're trying to tell you they're mm-hmm. trying to sell you something that already goes with what you're yep. eating. And so, I'm invite you to just take this little mental shift of the things that you're offering people as upsells are things that as homeowners they might have not even thought of or they're things that they didn't know existed. So you're really just giving them options that they didn't even know that they had or existed. And so it's not coming off as salesy or slimy. It's just, hey, BT dubs, by the way, you know, if you hadn't thought about this, we have this that could help with this and this and this. So just reframe it in your mind a little bit. You're not being sleazy. You're not being, you know, slimy. You all you're doing is just offering them more options and more offers that they didn't even know were possible. Yeah.
1: And the cool thing with upsells, it's not necessarily something that you're doing from the first initial point that you meet with a person. You can, but it could be throughout when you you know, are out there servicing the customer, you know, your guys are actually doing that project. There's things that you can point out to the customer that maybe you didn't see the first time or you just didn't feel is the right moment, but you can do this all the time. And we're going to talk- But use a, a
0: change order if you do that, well, sorry. Well,
1: if it, depending what it is, yeah. And then we're going to talk a little bit about having your team out there because there are the eyes and ears sometimes out there, especially if you're the owner that's out doing sales and, and not so much in the field, you need to train your team to point out certain things. And we'll kind of go over that here in a minute. Um, but it, it is it is an important thing that we need to be looking for. And like Katie said, it, it's shifting your mind from it's not sleazy that it, we're just letting them know there's other things out there. And you're not pushing to them to like, hey, you need to do this or not. But you know, we have this here just to give you an example. One thing that I used to do just throw this out here. When I'm out there doing like a um, estimate for a patio and it happens to be next to like a concrete wall that's been there, You're like a concrete retaining wall, the homeowner, you know, had put on when they built the house, whatever it is. And it's all moldy. It looks kind of nasty. I would point out to them like, hey, you know, since we're doing this project right here, you know, we got this concrete wall. It's already there. How about we give a quick wash and get that all cleaned off, get that mold off there. You're going to have this nice looking patio. Then you got this moldy wall over here. How about that? And, you know, give them to them a good price or whatever, you know, where I'm still making money. And they're like, oh, yeah, never thought because about that. Because they
0: probably just didn't think about they it. They didn't
1: know <laughs> about it, you know? So it's just those little things. I, I've done that with, like, um we're already out there pressure washing a sidewalk to reseal it, put new polymeric sand. We did the deck that was right next to it, too. Like, pressure wash that. It was just, it was an easy upsell. So there's, there's a lot of things that you could do while you're out there. And again, these are things that your team could be looking for when they're out there, but we'll get into that here in a second. But again, just it's, looking for things when you're out there. And there's always, always things out there you can find. And it's one of those things you have to kind of train your brain, I guess, to do and look for. And it wasn't something I just did when I first started sales. It was something that I kind of approached. Yeah. And
0: you probably have to think about it at Mm -hmm. first. So if you've never done this before, there's probably going to be some effort that's going to have to go into thinking about it and remembering to do it. But then the more you do it, the more you'll get your eyes trained to just see these things and it'll get more comfortable. It'll just kind of roll off the tongue. It'll get a lot easier to do because you'll notice them and you'll have the confidence to do it because you have practiced it and have done it before. So it's okay if you've never done it. Just okay. push through the hard, awkward parts and it'll get a lot easier, I promise.
1: Katie said, you know, you train your eyes. You also need to train your ears because you also need to be listening to the customer. You know, when you they, they mentioned that their son likes to be outside doing golf or, you know, likes to play golf or not say doing golf. They might be like to play As golf As you can practicing. tell,
0: we are not sports people. <laughs> Get out there and do your golf.
1: <laughs> when they're out there, you know, their son's on the, the golf team. If you install artificial turf, could you install the putting green right there for them? Or, you know, you hear the husband likes it or you see a golf bags in his garage. Look for cues that are out there. They have a dog and you know it's muddy, you know, what are things that you can do for that? You know, there's could you put that artificial turf for the dog to go to the restroom or not walk in the mud? There's tons of different things you'd be looking for.
0: If you can point out anything I can do for my yard for my dog, I will probably buy it. Yeah. I, I am that person. I'll be like, kids, whatever, Scott, meh. But yeah. I'm like, oh, this will help my dog and make my dog happy. I will absolutely pay for it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, and part of the upsell is, like, when the person says, like, they like to entertain, they like to have a lot of people over well, you know, I know you mentioned, you know, having the patio. Have you ever considered doing an outdoor kitchen? And you're just throwing it out there naturally. You're not saying, you know, it just not it doesn't come off slimy slime when you say it that way. Have you you've ever thought about, it? you know, outdoor kitchen? You have a nice, you know, if you like to have drinks, you can have a refrigerator, you know, all these, you know, sink, all that stuff. We can do that for you if you're interested. It's yes or no. If not, okay, you move on. It's just not like you're, again, you're not just being pushy salesman. But it's, again, listening to what they have to say, looking for visual things when you're out there. Two summers ago, I went out to visit one of our clients down in Indianapolis.
0: One of our coaching clients. Uh, yes. Yeah. And
1: um, he was walking me through, we're kind of going through like a sales process and everything. He took me out to a job that he had to do an estimate for. And we're walking around the property. It was just a general cleanup job and just trimming some bushes and mulching and stuff like that. And we're walking around and I pointed out to the, to the person I was there coaching with. And I'm like, hey, you know, their downspouts are dumping right on the foundation. And he didn't get what I was saying. I knew he installed the pop-up emitters. I'm like, you got? You care if I say something to the, to the customer? Like, no. So I was like, hey, you know, whatever the name was. Like, hey, you know, do you have any water issues in your house? He's like, well, sometimes the heavy rains. I'm like, well, I noticed, you know, your downspout there, it literally dumps right on your foundation. You know, we have this solution that we can bury this drain tile, run it out away from your house, so you're not having that water issues anymore. I'm like, oh, really? You can do that? See, so I just, the customer I sold didn't that. Know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we sold an extra. I don't remember how many. It was like a couple of bubblers, but it was like. Five six hundred dollars extra right then and there, you know, just because pointing the it out. The crews were already going to be out yeah. there
0: doing work, so yeah. might as well have them do this while they're out there too.
1: Yeah, and like I pointed out a couple other things. I had a little um, brick sidewalk in the back. Well, could we touch up some of the edges? They didn't install the sidewalk, but somebody else did. But some of the edges were falling down. And they're like, well, not right now. Okay, cool. You know, that's fine. Yeah, just throwing good. it out there. Yeah, put it you in your just, notes for later. Yeah, you're just noting those things when you're walking around. I think a lot of times we get focused because the customer calls about the yard cleanup that we're just looking at the yard cleanup. Look at everything there and look at all these opportunities to upsell. Increase that revenue per customer. That's what we need to be looking at. I mentioned in a previous podcast that a lot of times we get stuck in the mindset this is like a one-off type product or one-off type service that we're just one and done. That's it. No, there's a lot of opportunities. So like I mentioned that patio that need to be kind of fixed up and repaired. Well, you didn't sell it right then and there. Could you reach out to them six months from now, a year from now? Like, hey, you know, Mr. Smith, you know, we we're out there last year. We did a, you know, the cleanup job, installed some pop-up emitters. I noticed that patio, you know, you guys want to get that repaired. Again, that's part of that upsell. You didn't sell it that early on. What could it be a sale later on? Again, it goes back to increasing that revenue per customer. And the cool thing with doing it after the fact, I guess, is you've already built the trust. you built that relationship with that customer from the initial mm-hmm. service that you did. Now they should they know what you know how your team is and everything else. It might be an easier upsell later on because you've already built that when they are ready, they'll yeah. be top of mind because yeah. they
0: already know about your work.
1: So, just I just kind of want to give you some of the easy upsells that I've done in my business that uh worked out really well for us. And again, I know everybody's different, but for us, we would do seasonal color enhancements. So like our commercial maintenance projects, we would try to sell them seasonal color. So we would go in there in the spring, put flowers in, come fall time, we'd take those flowers out, put some other type of flowers, you know, kale and uh, mums and stuff like that. that. We'd also sell them package deals, you know, where we come in and do maintain those flowers that we put in and water them and fertilize them. Katie used to do this herself. We'd go out there and pull weeds and... (laughs) (laughs) Long time ago, yeah. Um, Lighting upgrades adding a few lights up front for, you know, long paths. I think people don't
0: realize how much a little bit of lighting can really make your house look sharp.
1: Yeah, and it it's easy upsell when they start pointing it out. And I'm not going in there selling, you know, a $30,000 lighting package. It might just be something small because what I found is selling this, you know, lights up front and maybe by a sidewalk or something like that, it led to a bigger project later on because they saw how awesome that looked, you know, with that mm-hmm. few lights up front or whatever. And that just was an easy upsell for us. I mentioned the pop-up emitters, those, the downspout connectors. We run the drain tile out and a little 90 elbow with pop-up, you know, and just run that water away. And like I said, it was easy to upsell when I saw the water dumping down. Well, cause down.
0: that solved a, a very specific problem. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants a wet basement. Nobody likes water in their basement. So if that can solve a problem, even better. Yeah. And
1: then too, I'd, I'd point those out if I saw like the downspout ran out in the yard. Nobody's mowing wants to get off their mower or shut down the mower, take dad, the gutter, gutter out, or they forget about it and it blows away when the wind comes up. Well, we can. That was my job when
0: I was a kid. When my dad would be mowing, we had to go all around the house and take off all of the, all the downspouts, yeah. uh, the little extensions, and then we'd have to go put them back on.
1: Yeah. So see, you yep. didn't have to. If do you this, don't have, you have kids have to, around yeah. to do your little gopher work for you, you had a little.
0: They'd always come off in the wind, so then we had to drill holes and put a nail through it. Yeah, we, were, yeah. we were pretty high tech, yeah, pretty nice. high tech. Your dad probably back had you out with a hand cranking drill. <laughs> I don't remember, but but that was definitely <laughs> one of my jobs as a kid.
1: <laughs> Another easy upsell for us was adding little fountains, little water features like a bubbling rock or a little urn or something like that. Those are pretty easy upsells, and they're very easy to install. So if you're scared of like water features, it's
0: a great place to get started. It's
1: literally a basin. You bury it. You put it level. You put some gravel. You put your pump. You put your fountain urn, whatever it is on top of that, and that's it. You know, you can then you can add on. There's upsells you can do off of that.
0: Well, once people get hooked on water features, it's like a it's like a starter drug. It is. I'm just saying. It so. is.
1: But then off of that, you can upsell things too. So you can upsell like the fill valve you can upsell things for treatments. so there, there's a lot of things you can do you can service it during the, the fall time for our area we have to take it shut it down we can up sell that you know and then start mm-hmm. it back up in the springtime so there's a lot of things you can do one thing i, I did kind of mention a little bit is, is maintenance packages with water features we would sell them maintenance package where we come out and maintain the water features throughout the summer we go put some treatments in it Clean it, whatever we need to do. Um,
0: I would think that would be an easy sell once somebody does their own like fall cleanup one time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if any of y'all have done that, but that's a lot of gross and it smells. <laughs> it does. So but, but <laughs> even if they're like, oh, I got this, it can yeah. be like, hmm, how did you like doing that? Do you want us to come and do it? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, exactly. So we our package deal would be the start, spring startup where we go put the pump back in maintain it during you know go depending on how they want it usually every month we go out do some treatments clean up the filter and basket and whatnot and then the fall shutdown and the cool thing we would do too it would help us we would on the fall shutdown we'd say we bring back the pump to our shop and we store it for them for the winter time we put it in the water and we could check the pump over you know and you could service it if it needed it but it allowed us to have that pump, so they had to call us in the springtime to get it back. It's a little like sales well, tactic, I guess. But it's, it's
0: nice because if not everybody has a basement or somewhere to keep their pump, yeah. it's like where. What do I do with this yeah. five gallon bucket with a pump in it? Yeah, and we. I mean, we
1: had people that would want to keep it. We would sell them a bucket to put it in, so because they may not have had that. So we, you know, so it's just all kinds of little things you could do. Maintenance things too for outside of water features is selling a whole package deals and this is something i know some of our members have been doing they've been selling it. they do lawn mowing and lawn maintenance they'd sell them a whole package deal where they come mow it they would aerate it and then you know even get into the winter time someone would sell them snow plowing packages so you're selling them a whole season long so you're getting money and they would divide that up they figured up whatever it is for the whole season they bite it up so they get nice oh, so a n- payments. nice equal monthly payment
0: monthly package. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's a nice little package they do and they got consistent income throughout the year. So, mm-hmm. so a lot of things you could do as far as looking at packaging up, you know, if you do fertilization, can you package up the full year, you know, for every type of treatment you do, you know, crabgrass or whatever, you know, fertilization, can you package all those things up? Look at those types of things. I know some people are doing this for irrigation where they're going up starting up in the springtime. They're maintaining it, checking it during the summertime, and in the wintertime, they're shutting it down, you know, blowing it out. So again, look at everything you can do. Can you package it up? That's an ice easy upsell, especially if you go out and you sell the irrigation. Hey, we have this package deal. We come out there and maintain it for you. It's make it maintenance free for you. So again, it's just looking for those things that are out there. Now, one thing I didn't mention was training your team how to do this. This is something that we had to do for our lawn maintenance side because we are not out there every single week. Our crews are out there doing their thing. We had to start teaching them to look for opportunities for us to come out there to help us go out there and increase that revenue for our customers. So we started telling them to look for dead shrubs or water issues where water's pulling up. Can we go out there and fill that low spot in or put a drainage system in, whatever it is? I'm um, looking for dead trees and stuff like that. You know, it's any hazards anywhere, those are the types of things that we're looking for to to upsell our customers. But we had to train our team and it's something that we always had to like remind the team of you know we have team meetings hey you guys need to be doing this and just kind of point it out and they would get back on it for a while then they slip off but again it's just kind of reiterating that to the team one thing i, I never thought about till fairly recently was offering them some kind of incentive for recommending so if they recommended a certain amount they get a certain percentage or a certain dollar amount to, based on what they how much they would you know, yeah, you sell, could so. probably
0: implement some kind of bonus system for that. Yeah, yeah. we didn't. Yeah, yeah, um, but that's creative. something that you
1: can do. Yeah, so, but again, this is all like a skill that you just need to start looking for the thing, is not be so focused on exactly what they call you out for. Yes, you want to deal with that, but are there other things to do? Like we built a relationship with one of our past customers. He has since passed away. We took over a water feature project for him. Somebody else installed it. Was incorrect we came in there repaired it started maintaining it and every opportunity i saw for upsell on there i would upsell this gentleman on i upsold him a fake rock to put over his sewer cover and the cool story with that it was like it was a pretty good size you know the cover was like a two foot round circle or so he had two of them so you know it's kind of ugly and i was kind of just jokingly said this i'm like you know we got a, a fake rock that we can you know put over that thing he's like really he's like yeah put those in there so i sold him these fake rocks they look pretty good they're not obviously you could they're obviously I, fake I'm a rock rocks. snob so I could tell they're fake yeah but they're but, pretty
0: they were pretty decent ones yeah. So.
1: yeah so we'd sell them we sold them that and he loved those things because he would go he had a grandchildren his grandchildren would come over and he'd go over there and act like he's picking up this big old fake rock or look like he's picking up a rock and fool the grandkids so he loved that and he told me that story hundreds of times but
0: Well, it just goes to show something, yeah, like it didn't click in Scott's head as being this like earth shattering thing, but this Mm -hmm. gentleman really, really liked it. And so remember, you're not your customer. So it's okay to go ahead and throw out things that you're like, this might not be any big deal, but it might be a big deal to your customer. And he was a really high end client. And so it was important to him probably to cover up something that was a little bit of an eyesore, a fake rock from far away. looks way better, you know, than what he had. So don't be afraid to just go ahead and throw it out there even if it's not something that you think is like earth shattering, uh, you know, and amazing because you never know where your client's head is at.
1: Yeah. And I guess the last thing is just, you know, we want to be ethical about this. We're not trying again, we're not selling them something that they don't need. We're selling them something that goes along with whatever they're doing or something that you can see that they could help them with their house or, you know, just make it look visually more appealing, whatever it is. Think about those things when you're out there all the time, there's always, I can pretty much guarantee any job site you can go to that you can find some kind of opportunity to upsell.
0: Well, and I think at some point you'll get a feel for the customer of how receptive they are to mm-hmm. that or not. If they if they start shutting down and getting real crappy, yeah. okay, maybe this isn't the person. You got you know you'll have to gauge how your customer reacts.
1: Absolutely, and and it's timing is very important with the, of the upsells. It, you know you can sense their like case mentioned you know sometimes they're not, it just might not be the day <laughs> uh, well i'm gonna save that one well yeah. one of the things i used to do is if i go out to a newer project and you know we started doing whatever it was and i felt it wasn't the right time i wrote those things down and then over time, I would just reach out to them and just check in and, hey, you know, still enjoying this. You know, when I was out there, I have to see this. Have you got, you know, ever thought about doing this or improving this or changing this? Yeah,
0: you don't have to do, you don't have to download all of your upsells yeah. in one visit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it, it was kind of nice because we get just steady work. So if we had like a rain day and we had to go put some rock in or, you know, whatever it is, some stepping stones or something like that. That mm-hmm. was a nice little rainy day job that we can do and just keeps the customer happy, keeps, you know, have KPIs increased revenue per customer. So a lot of things you can be done just by doing upsell. So I encourage you guys all next time you go out to a job, look for upsell opportunities and try it. Just throw it out there. Hey, have you ever thought about this? Or, you know, we have this cool thing we can do with this to straighten this up or whatever. I guarantee there's always something on that job site that can be done. So Take the opportunity, increase that revenue per customer, increase the revenue in your business by doing these upsells. So,
0: All right. Before we go, just don't forget that we've got that Google Business Profile class coming up or workshop, whatever you want to call it, coming up on March 13th. And that's really like fine-tuning your profile. You'll need to already have your profile set up. So if you already have it set up and then we'll walk you through, you can see Scott will walk you through step-by-step where to click, what to go, what to set things to.
1: It's all about getting ranked higher. And we're going to share with you some things that you probably didn't even know were possible. I tried looking around to see, like, even some of the bigger companies aren't doing this stuff, which I was actually surprised they're not doing this and taking the opportunity so to use it. So on it now. make sure you guys get in this program. It's only $50. You're going to walk away so much value from this, this workshop. I encourage you guys to yeah, go sign you'll up. You'll have
0: it. access to, if we add anything to it later mm-hmm. on, you will have continued access to this yes. course, I guess is what I'm saying. So if you can't show up live, you'll have access to the replay. And then sometimes we do add things later on, like something changed or a question came up that we answered for somebody that we're like, oh, man, everybody should know this. Then Scott will put those in as additional videos. And so you will have continued access to anything that we add as little upgrades to it. Yeah.
1: And then we're going to share with you some tools that will help you improve it to monitor it. So a lot of things that you probably didn't even know were possible with the Google Business Profile. So get up, signed up Yep, today. great little tool. Get yep. found,
0: rank higher, all the good things.
1: Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today and hope you have a great day.
0: That's a wrap on another exciting episode here of the Millionaire Landscape
1: Podcast. Now, thank you for joining us on this journey and thank you for being a member of our community. Remember our motto, do it dirty, means just get started and not be afraid of making mistakes. we honestly believe this is one of the keys to the success in this industry and in life. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment, head over to Apple and leave us a review. Your support helps us reach more listeners and bring even more value to the show. Until next time, keep doing it dirty and grow your business to new heights.